And we're back. Welcome to St. James's Pod. I'm Sam, joined by Alex and Tom for this one, where we're going to be going into the latest transfer rumours, all the news coming out of the club this week, and we're also going to be talking about our picks for potential transfers that Newcastle United could sign for free. And we'll be doing all of that after this quick ad read. So while you listen to that, like the episode, subscribe, and we'll see you after that. This episode is brought to you by Sword Thailand, lead Thailand specialists in the Northeast, covering all aspects, including commercial and domestic. They've got you covered. So head to Sword underscore Thailand on Instagram and tell them St. James's Pod sent you. This episode, we're going into a few different transfer rumors. So we're going to start with the one that's kind of been circling this week in Kaiza. So. I don't know if you've you've kept up to date with the the latest rumours, but it looks like we're obviously definitely look going for a, a left attacking player, um, and he's the one we're going to talk about first. So, have you seen much of him playing wise? Well, he, he had a he had a very decent um, campaign with Italy in the Euros a few years ago. Obviously, they went on to win it. He was one of their star players in that run um, and yeah he he stands out as a player that I would I would highly rate um, the the thing for me is he's, he's had sort of a, a few spells of like injuries which are a bit of a concern and I, I don't think he's particularly shone as bright as he could have done at UV after he left uh, Fiorentina so there are some question marks over him but I mean talent wise yeah he's 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 definitely he's definitely up there um, as a as a player that we would be looking to get he's got the experience of playing at a European level with UV uh, over the last few seasons um, whereas obviously some of the other aforementioned names that we've uh, looked at Harvey Barnes top priority on that front but yeah he's got more experience on that level than 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 others but yeah for for me the, the injury concerns are a little bit of a, a question mark for me but yeah he's he's if we could keep him fit he he's perfect sort of a caliber of player that we we would want in the squad I um I think he rose to prominence during the was it Euro twenty twenty? Obviously yep. we'll not talk about the final as much. Um but yeah, you think he had a great tournament. I think that's where he came on a lot of people's radar. And I think he would be a class player if we could afford him. But the key point is if we can afford him, no one really knows what our transfer budget is. It was rumoured to be seventy five million, which we've spent a good chunk of that already. So yeah. these rumours keep it rumbling on. And as Tom talked about with Harvey Barnes, nothing's been quite agreed yet because we're just, well, personally, I don't think we'll have that wiggle room to spend um, on both wages and on the transfer fees because I think we, I think there's a new like FIFA ruling or something like that, is it? Where you can't have more than, I think it's 70 or 75% of your wages to turn over and we're at about 95% at the moment. 
So obviously we're trying to increase the turnover coming in. Obviously new sponsorship deals, the new seller deal will help with that. But I don't think it's quite enough for right now, especially that we've bought Tenali, got that over the line. But I think Kia's is a little bit of a stretch right now. And I think the price tag that we'd have to pay, 50 million plus, Again, I think he is worth it. I'm not. I'm not saying he's not worth the money. I'm. I'm just thinking that we just can't afford it right now. Yeah, might be a bit too soon. I'd seen Liverpool's in from as well, um, or rumored to be in from. It should be annoying if um, another player we're linked with yeah. goes to Liverpool, but uh, they're obviously in like a much better position. And we were just saying about um, Jordan Henderson potentially leaving for big money. To Saudi, so obviously that helps them out in terms of transfer budget. So you mentioned Tom Harvey Barnes. Uh, we had a, we had a bit of a discussion on him in the last episode, or the one before, where we were talking about uh, players who have obviously got relegated last season that we would potentially like to come to Newcastle, and you were quite a, a big advocate for Barnes. And you you backed it up with his stats, which is kind of like the big debate in social media. Anyways, like people saying, so I, I guess sort of what I was saying at the time, which was like I didn't see him as quite that Champions League level. Um, and then other people on on your sort of side with the stats saying how how good he he did, and it's a team that got relegated. So it looks like that one could actually be happening. I I think I think if. It really, I'd be pushing more Barnes than I would Chiesa, and I know it seems odd to say that since Barnes has not got the Champions League experience that Chiesa does, um, or the sort of levels of international experience that um, Chiesa does. But I just think that he's he's hitting form at the right time, and I think that's the sort of player that Eddie seems to target, like. He's yeah. hitting like the mark with players who are just coming into their like sort of best sort of stages of like their football and experience. Like you know, Bruno is playing probably the best football that he's played all of his career um, since he joined us. And you know, uh, yeah, argue, arguably with Isaac as well in some degrees. Like there's plenty of like examples of ones that we've signed in the last. Uh, season and a half who seem to just be clicking and just perfectly slotting into the way we do things but I think Barnes is that one that could also just it's it seems like is a ready-made fit for him to just come in and play off that left and um, you know score similar amount of goals that he's already been chalking up for a Leicester team who like you say were on their way to relegation last season he put up big numbers you put them in our team with creative players that we've already got in the team um, you know the number could even be more like you never know but um, I think he, he could be a slightly cheaper option as well than the numbers that um, Alex was saying around Chiesa are about 50 million um, 50 million euros or pounds I'm not sure what but um, I think Barnes could come in a little bit under that mark so and again, it's another quota as well on the on the English players as well, which we 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 know. I know we won't struggle with too too much because we've got quite a lot of um, 
know, English-born players in the squad already, but it's another one to add to the list. Um, so, yeah, for me, I would I would like us to push further for Barnes than I would do Chiesa. I agree that he's a quality player and I think he's a perfect fit. And if we do get him over the line, I'll be absolutely delighted. I'm not sure I'd prefer, like, like if, if we got them for the same price, I'm not sure who I'd prefer. It's, it is it is a tough one. Like, obviously, you talk about Chiesa having Champions League experience. Bond has got, obviously, a lot of Premier League experience. I think he would slot in a lot easier. He obviously, he'll know how we'll play. He, he, he's always played in, like, a high... Um, High intensity, like sort of formation, like he does the running off the ball. Um, he's not like sort of, I know we'll get on to him quite soon. Maxi, who doesn't do that work off the ball. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's a quality player, quality finisher, and I'd have no qualms about getting him at all. So it seems like it is rumbling on. And I think we've had one of the journals from the Northeast, I can't remember which one, saying that today that it's still moving towards an agreement. Barnes wants to come, so we know the player's really keen, so we're not going to have, hopefully, him looking miserable in the fucking press photos. Um, <laughs> so hopefully he'll have a smile on his face if he does get over the line. Hopefully sooner rather than later, because as we know, the pre-season's already starting and the pre-season games are getting underway on Saturday. Yeah. I, it, like you say with with Maxi, um, it does the the way we're going after both of these does kind of spell the fact that he might be leaving. Like, and that's kind of what my argument was with Barnes is that I'd prefer to keep Maxi than spend money on bringing Barnes in. But I think like what what you were saying in the last episode, like going through his stats and the way they're kind of trending upwards as well. Like, like season on season and the fact he is such a Eddie Howe style of player like and, and apparently it's about 25 million we're looking at it's not um, it's not as, as as much as first rumoured apparently so if he's half the price of Kaiser then then yeah I guess I'd have to agree that I'd go with him especially at this stage with FFP and stuff like you were saying Alex it's probably a, a tough one to get Kaiser and but it's what's not much of a flashy name, but like Kiesa, no. like Italian, like international, he's played a lot of games for Italy, he's played in the Champions League, plays for the best, quote-unquote, historically team in, um, in Italy. In Italy. But then Harvey Barnes coming from a team who got relegated last season, so it's, yeah, no differences yeah. on the the names. If he was called, like, I don't know, Hesse Barnesino, then maybe... The Portis would be coming for, from the Newcastle fan base, but playing old Harvey Barnes is not not exciting. Do you think? <laughs> do you think the the Chiesa rumours are also trying to find links between make trying to help Tenali, like in terms of yeah. you know making settling making in his in transition settling in, having another familiar face from the Italian national squad being amongst the team because obviously currently there is no other Italian name that he's going to be able to settle in with at, at the tune but uh, yeah I don't know if that was just one of these like obvious links that 
journos are trying to do with the Chiesa stuff, but or agents. It could make sense. I've got a feeling there's agents, agents pushing him for a prem move. That's what it seems, anyways. Yeah. Could be. And obviously, Newcastle's names getting used left, right, and centre with trying to get players' names out there. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like, obviously, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Ashworth was interested because he's a great player. But I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's just a, a load of shite. If there's no concrete interest from Newcastle, if, it, if the deal's never actually going to get done, and if it's just the agent just trying to push a move for his player to get a, a wage hike and him get his little bonus on the side. True, because like you say, it's not just Chiesa, it's been Barella, there's there's a few like high-profile Italian national team players that are, have been linked with big moves in the last uh, few weeks, so yeah, it could be just like you say, that that trend, but yeah, Chiesa's name's kind of came out of like left field a little bit like I haven't seen any rumours from uh, necessarily for Chiesa to us um, in this summer until now but yeah I, I don't know I don't know what to read into it but at, at the minute I think if any actual concrete interest is there it's more with Barnes than it is Chiesa how, how are you feeling about Maxi now then like with potentially leaving because I, I, I don't want to see him go, mate, but it looks like uh, it might be going to happen. Um, well, yeah, we've we've talked ample times about him throughout um, the last season, of just how frustrating he can be, how brilliant, on the other hand, he can be as well. Um, yeah, he's a complete maverick, and... It's great to have those sort of players in in the team from time to time, but I think now as we go on to sort of trying to progress to better things, I think we need more consistent like players who 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 play consistently well week in week out. You don't really look at the top teams and say, oh yeah, they've got this maverick of a player who can turn it on one week and not the next it's they tend to be you know a good solid player week in week out um and yeah you you tend to see the maverick players playing at teams a bit further down the the, the leagues because they stand out a little bit more from the from the rest of the the players that are playing in the squad um for because most of the time the rest of the players in the squad aren't very good so yeah for me, in that respect, like I've, I'm, I'm, I'm not as sort of, um, yeah, I don't hold as much sort of feeling towards Maxi leaving as maybe some other people do. But I can understand because on his day, he has proven, like at times, to be, you know, the best player on the park, but just not enough for me. Axel de Sassi. Um, yeah, so I've been linked with this um, on a goal centre-half um, a little bit earlier in the week. Once again, I don't know how much this, this is true. I don't know how much this is paid at all. Usually with all signings, who we do sign, they come out absolutely nowhere and things seem to be agreed and done quite quickly. So I'm probably erring on the side of un- more unlikely. However, he's 25 years old. 
Monaco are a solid side. He's a solid player from what I've seen of him, albeit very brief clips that I've watched since we got linked with him. Um, but again, he just fits that mould of Eddie Howe player. Young, coming into his prime, um, right foot at centre-back. He's obviously coming to be Shaw's understudy. So, and the fees that have been rumoured, sort of £20 million roughly, it gets mm. in out these days. So if, if we can manage to get a, a decently rated uh, player in for that uh, that fee, seems a little bit of a no-brainer, um, considering yeah. players like perhaps Lascelles might be looking to move elsewhere to get first-team football. Um, we need to improve our depth at centre-half anyways because we are so thin on the ground. So if we can't get him in on a decent price, then happy days. But since these rumours came out at the start of the week, um, so for reference, it's Thursday now, I think they started coming out so just after the weekend. Um, it seems to have went off the boil quite quickly. So whether that's get things getting done or whether it was just paper talk, you don't know. Um, I've heard Man U have, I've heard Man U are like uh, also in with him obviously they're trying to do a similar thing to what we're doing in sort of moving Harry Maguire on and bringing in another right footed um, centre half so and and I think it's obvious that we're trying to do the same uh, mm -hmm. with Lascelles I think if we were to try and sell the sales between five to ten million to somebody you Oof. know of the maybe in the Nottingham Forest area of the country um yeah that <laughs> if we were if we were able to sell him there like then get the sassy in for 10 million more like and I think that that would turn into a great little bit of business but um, I'll be very yeah, surprised it's... if he, he turns out to go for twenty million. Like, but to be fair, we've already been forced for Chris Wood and Shelby. Like, maybe we'll just like <laughs> try and put him in the shop window again. We give you a really good price. <laughs> we we'll give you a really good deal with Shelby. Think... Chris Wood bargain. Yeah. No, just we've done. Up. I think Lascelles going for between five to ten million. Is yeah, definitely... twenty million you can piss off, but for five to ten. Yeah, yeah. no, I never said twenty <laughs> million. Sam's putting words in my mouth here. Yeah. I meant Desassi. <laughs> oh, Desassi. Oh, goes oh, for no, twenty million. I'll be surprised. Sense. Yeah, that makes more <laughs> sense. Yeah, Lascelles for five to ten, and then yeah, Desassi. Yeah, probably would would need to be pushing more towards thirty million um, to get somebody of him. But you know, I'd echo the same force Alex said around like. Monaco players like they they don't tend to be bad players they've they've had a very good record of like selling on players and the, those players turn out to be very very good players like you just have to look at the Mbappes the Bernardo Silvers that like uh, Badia Shili's just recently left for Monaco to go to Chelsea he looks a pretty good player as well from a centre-half's perspective left-sided centre-half but yeah um, I, I, I rate him I, I think if we can get a deal done for yeah yeah we don't want to be blowing too much of the budget like we've talked about we, we don't have a great deal of money to be working with and we've got other targets in mind but yeah if we can sell one for between five to ten generate that bit of income and then bring in 
um, Sally in for, uh, yeah, between 25, 30 million or so, then I think that could that could definitely appease everybody. And yeah, I I, I think it's it's a, it's definitely a, a a part of the squad that we 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 need to improve on. It's a it looks a, a gaping sort of issue for us if we were to to ignore it and go into the season as we are with the two players that we have as right-sided centre-halves. I think we, we just don't have the depth there. No, we definitely don't. But it'll be interesting to see if, if somebody like Lascelles does go out, if um, other players like Mankio and stuff go out. We still haven't got rid of Ryan Fraser. Um, I don't think we've got rid of Hayden or anyone yet either, so... No. No. Whether um, kind of kind of move move us into the the news here, but I wonder if he's Eddie's going to look at them in pre season or not, or whether they're one hundred percent gone. But yeah, the the lads have come back as of last Sunday in the pre season, and he's had them straight into the checking out the fitness. Um, apparently they keep kind of records year on year of how fit they come back, so. I think the lads that's probably one reason the lads have been trying to keep fit while they've been away so it'll be interesting to see those numbers to see who's come back the fittest the class to see um, the test numbers to see like who's oh, the, the fittest yeah. who's the pies who oh, do you reckon is... who do you reckon's the fittest um, who do you reckon's the, the pie it's always it always seems to be a centre midfielder who turns into being the, like the fittest just generally from the position that they play but um yeah, I don't know. Like um, Matt Ritchie or something, you could argue oh, he's going to see Matt Ritchie. Passes out. Uh, like, even though he's probably, getting out. probably like a solid pro like that might might just do it. The pies though, like who would be the pie? Um, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I thought you, you look feel that Dan Burn would be coming fucking close to last. Like, oh, he's down there. Yeah. I think Lascelles might might be down there as well. Well, do we do we his four weekends in causes yours? So well, I was gonna say we we can't we can't count the keepers in the bleep test surely because like yeah that's just not fair. But um, yeah, I think Dan Byrne might be a good show for for the pie. But um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Blythe. Dan. If the you... pie from Blythe. Um, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I see the um... pie. <laughs> 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 Eat Dambin. Oh, right. <laughs> what? Uh, what though? <laughs> I was going to mention Kraft, obviously, still injured, which is a bit of bad news. We thought he'd be back for pre season, but um, not, not quite ready yet, apparently. So, obviously, he won't be smashing out the bleep test. But. Um, what what did you make to the? I don't know if you saw the interview they had and the the stuff that came out of the training ground and stuff on social media when the the lads were coming back in. But um, it was good to see Eddie Howe talking, and it was I think it was like five six minute clip of him just discussing what they were doing coming straight back in, and I think he's in his element in pre season, and he saw. I think it's going to be a really good one this season. Last thing, he's a proper tactician. He loves that side of the game. Like, you, the, I love seeing him um, with clips of him on the tune socials of him actually playing as well. 
Because mm. obviously, like, you don't see him as a player because he retired so early. So seeing him, like, knocking it about on the training ground is actually really good to see. Um, obviously, Bruno and a few other players on international duty, um, they start to come back as well. So we should have, I think everyone should be back for the weekend for the game on Saturday. Obviously, I, I wouldn't expect to see any of those players start against Gateshead, but maybe, like, a few of the young'uns. Obviously, um, Mintech got his first goal for final, you know, the other day. I did, I. Although it was, it, was, it was a penalty, yeah, yeah. So, but well, that was a, a a funny one. That he yeah. was obviously, Taken. yeah. Like, I'm I'm guessing it was just a friendly. So, uh, I think it was Arnie, Arnie Slot, the manager. It could well have been. I didn't see the foul, <laughs> but <laughs> nice of him to give him a a pen to give him a a boost on his debut and slotted it away nicely. So, as opposed to Kual, who it took him like the full season to get off the mark. Hopefully you'll get some minutes and obviously come back stronger. Yeah, did did you um, see any any of the lads coming back, Tom? Or um, no, I've not. I've not seen enough of what they like coming back. I'm I'm interested to see what how Anthony Gordon comes back. I don't know how long he's got off extra to everybody else from playing in the under 21s but obviously coming back off such a, a great tournament a winning tournament um it'd be yeah, great to see no less well exactly that yeah like he, he he was just yeah in involved in everything in that running so yeah i'd be interested to see just how like much confidence he's going to bring back from that uh, in the pre-season um especially um and then yeah just generally just see see how just see how much they're up for it because they know they're going to be up for a big challenge next season so like there's no um yeah there's there can't be no no rest like there's there's they gotta kick on again um so so yeah i'll interested to see it but yeah i've obviously seen the clips of tonali um when he first signed i haven't seen any sort of clips of him in pre-season yet but uh, we, yeah. we were talking been before a... before you came on Tom about um, how how nice the training ground was looking in those videos when Tanali was getting shown around like they've done a cracking job on the refurb oh yeah like I we we had our we had our inside man but he's uh, given us the, a good job, the lowdown yeah, he has. No, he's uh, yeah. It's looking, it's looking brilliant, and yeah, just, just what we need. Like you know, players like Tenali coming in, like they're obviously so used to world class facilities at likes of AC Milan. So yeah, they, you know, they need to be showing likewise similar facilities when they come to us. So yeah, it's 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 looking a lot better than wheelie bins and the like. <sighs> So yeah, <laughs> it must be such a difference coming into like that training ground as opposed to the old one. Like, do you reckon when they got shown round, they'd actually show them the wheelie bins back in the day? Oh, so this is the hydrotherapy really pool. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the front of it looked like it looked like a primary school, like, and like it just didn't look like a, a, a Premier League football training ground. Like, it just. <sighs> Compared to like some of the ones that you see from even just down the road, like the Macams, like 
you, you look at the front of their training ground, like from back in the day compared to ours, it was like night and day. Like, so, it, yeah, no wonder we lost like a load of talent going there rather than the us, like from the youth teams, the academy teams. So, yeah, it's, it's some, sometimes it comes down to those like little details. So, yeah, no, it's looking, it's looking a hell of a lot better now. Dragon will smash gates out again. Well, why are you heeding, will you? Um, a few of the young'uns should get everyone out, I'd imagine. I can't see Eddie chucking all the players in fresh from like six weeks off or however long they got. So I'd expect a pretty weak lineup. But obviously, the. Eli Anderson will be in the first team. Because I think he could be one of them that smashes out the beep test. Like. Um, oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he's, I think he's, a few of those he's... will get run out. I think sort of. I don't know how many have went back on loan, like Kel Watson and the likes. Um, but seeing a few of those players who have been on the sort of fringes of the first team squad, like on the bench a couple of times, obviously young. Um, oh, young young Miley. Lewis who came on. Aye, aye. Lewis Miley. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing a bit and more him because obviously. Well. Yeah, we had a little flash of Riley. that game against Chelsea, but... Riley. Riley, Riley. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. I would expect to see them guys. Maybe Charlie MacArthur as well, the um, young centre-half, Scottish centre-half. Um, give him a, a run out and... Yeah, uh, like Harrison Ashby, is, we've seen now. Is he fit? Is Ashby fit? I genuinely don't know. Like, you just don't hear anything of him. You don't even hear no. his name mentioned when it comes to the first team squad. So, if you got some minutes under his belt, and to be fair, just seeing him actually kick a ball, like he's actually played some minutes in the Prem for West Ham. Yeah. And we haven't seen him at all. So, um, I think the game's televised on like National League TV or something like that. So, it's it's on some channel. Will it so be I'm on sure. UFC TV, do you think? Quite they possibly, I'm not sure. Quite a few last season, didn't they? Yeah. And then but, I um, think the Seller Cup's going to be. On NEFC TV, mm-hmm. which that's obviously been announced since the American trip and everything like that. Extra game in there, or extra couple of games in there. Um, was it sponsored by somebody else as well? It's like the Seller Cup brought you by yeah, the Maldives it was. or something. Uh, it was, oh, Crete maybe. It was, it was, wow. yeah, it was sponsored by some other country <laughs> which isn't Saudi Arabia. <laughs> This is what's yeah, good, like Jeddah. Brought to you by more... Jeddah. <laughs> yeah. More money though, surely. Like, it looks like we're trying to do every little deal everywhere. So, presented by Visit Malta. Malta, that was it. Oh, hey, bring in Malta. How do you feel about that though? Another, well, another couple Maltesers. of games. <laughs> <laughs> another two games um... just before the season kicks off. We, we didn't we yeah. have a similar thing last season though and he he did like two friendlies in two days and he he put two different team like starting lineups out to to see oh, them well, before though I wouldn't, we're not going to see any same player play the two games it's going to be exhibition games and yeah. it's it's bizarre because yeah so we've got one game on the saturday one on the sunday 
and obviously the first Prem games the Saturday following, so there's going to be a six-day gap between the end of the Seller Cup and the start of the Premier League, so apparently players aren't too pleased with it either, um, because obviously we're going to have a long season ahead of it with a lot of games, being in three competitions now. But, yeah, it just seems a little bit unnecessary to pack in another... I guess it'll be one game per player a week before the start of the season, but I guess we'll we'll see. Swing those crossed, we don't get any injuries because that would be a disaster. Like, yeah. It's probably a good thing, though, I would have thought, like, a week before your, your first game to have a have a decent runaround. But, I did think so. Well, yeah, we, we played, um, just looking back now, we, we had some games in uh, Portugal where we played Burnley on the same day but with that I think is the one that you're talking about where we put out two different teams against them, against Burnley and we won 6-1 and 3-1 in both of those games and then we played in the Eusebio Cup and lost to Benfica um, and then played uh, the last two games before the season at St James's where we uh, yeah, played the on all about. Yeah, it was Atlanta, and then we pl- and then the day later we played Athletic Bilbao, um, yes, and we won both. Um, but that was so yeah, the twenty ninth and the thirtieth of July, and then we started the season then on the sixth of August. Um, so yeah, same again. Yeah, same again. I think the schedule's not an issue really. Like I think the players shouldn't have too many issues with with that. It's uh, yeah, and the fact that we're playing these games in America against other Premier League clubs, you know, we're playing, you know, high standard teams in these friendlies. Um, it's not just low standard teams. I mean, last season we didn't play like bad sides either. Like, no, we kind of ramped it up, didn't we? Which I guess we're trying yeah. to do again. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we I, played the I, German the sides a bit as well. Better, I'd say, than the yeah, last season. The, yeah, I think so. Sweet. Well, that's the the news coming out of the club. Unless there's something I've missed. Quite pretty much everything, man. Yeah. Sounds good. All the transfer bollocks. Yeah, love it. Um, <laughs> and you know what else? You know what else I love? A freebie. <laughs> Tight he squeaks when he walks. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about players on a out of contract at the minute, so we could pick them up on a free transfer. So we've obviously done each done our own list of players, but I feel like we're probably going to have picked out a lot of similar ones. Um, so let's let's rattle through these and see. I think the main thing here is that the trans the the, the um, wages, sorry, might be quite high. Due mm-hmm. to the fact that you're obviously not paying for them, um, but I think we we kind of have to take that out of the equation and just kind of look at the player and say like, would we take them at Newcastle? Not necessarily do we think it's realistic or not, but just would we have them and could we see them fitting in somehow? Um, and I I might as well kick off while I'm rambling on and say Wilfred Zaha. It's the obvious one, isn't he? Yeah. So. Obviously, we're linked with left wingers, um, and he's he's in a similar mold to a, a Maxi, but 
you could argue more consistent. But he is he is thirty, so I don't know for him what sort of movie he's actually gonna be looking for. But you'd imagine it's it's like one last long con I don't know. I don't know if if many teams would be, oh, I say many in terms of like the European based teams are going to be throwing five year contracts at him at the age of thirty. Um, and yeah, he he's had a few good consistent years of like playing um, regular football. I don't think he's had too many major in- injuries in that time, but. Still, I would think that five a five year deal would be, um, a bit. You, you, yeah, I don't think he he'll get that from a European based team. Maybe not even from like a further afield. I think a three year deal, but he'll probably want it to be the max sort of figure and value that he could get from those three years. And I don't think there's many other sort of clubs at the minute that can do that other than those based in Saudi and and that's where the heavy links are that he have you heard the story um, about that? I've I've heard heard something about the figures that he's been asking for and it's astronomical but um, yeah I don't know how much to believe in it well I've heard there's been links obviously with him going to Saudi understandably he's a free agent he's a good player like I would take him however Apparently, he wants too much money <laughs> nah. to go to Saudi. And if Saudi are saying you're wanting too much money, like that's, um, I think he's the first person I've heard who's like expressed interest in going to Saudi to like obviously a step down from the Premier League, who have turned around and said, actually, no, nah, mate, like you're wanting you're taking the piss here. Yeah, um, <laughs> can't be taking the but piss it out must of Saudi. Be, as you're saying, it must be an astronomical figure because um, Palace have came out and said. That they'll make him um, the highest player, paid player ever at the club at two hundred grand a week. Two hundred massive money for Palace. It costs like, massive money. Um, it's, it's massive so, money for us, I would say. Well, it, it'd be our highest ever oh, by far. Um, like, so yeah, that kind of money, like we're not going to pay him. Like we're just not. And but the, that's the thing: the fact that he wants to go to Saudi just to get paid it makes me not want to sign him for Newcastle because yeah. like why would you want a player whose motivation is clearly more than playing football in the Premier League he just wants to get paid and he's 30 like he could still like do a job at like a, maybe not like a top 6 club but like a best of the rest like kind of like Villa Brighton like even Newcastle but he clearly doesn't want that like, yeah he, he, he knows that there was a point in his career where maybe a couple of years ago he could have made the jump from Palace to go for Arsenal. I know Arsenal had been keeping an eye on him. Obviously, he knows Spurs now. as well, actually. And Spurs maybe as well, yeah. But he knows those teams aren't going to like, you know, spend the money that he's after to bring him in. So he's, he's pretty much putting himself in, pigeonholing himself into one place, and that is Saudi. And it's just whether or not... Like he can negotiate the contract with a Saudi club to to take him, and if it's two hundred, if it's if he's after more, then like, yeah, I've heard figures of something like nine hundred grand a week, like yeah. which is just absolutely mental. Like, I think even half a million is like 
Yeah, it's stupid crazy. money. Well, if Jordan like, Anderson's getting like eight hundred grand, then he's probably worth nine hundred. No, yeah, he's he's, he's gonna. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like let's be honest. Like Zaha's gonna be more of a. All right, Henderson. Yeah, he co- he goes to Saudi as being a a Champions League winner and all that sort of stuff. Like in his past, but Zaha's like still able to score goals and stuff and, and if that's what the Saudi clubs want, they want that attacking like talented like player, then yeah, go for it. S- splash a load of money on Zaha. But for me, yeah. He's he's he he could he could have been a good player, like for us, if he was realistic in the sort of numbers that he's after, but um yeah, he's he's out of the question. Yeah, I don't want him either, so... Who's next? <laughs> Good. Um, I'll, I'll jump in. Um, so, uh, there has been, and I don't know how much of this paper talk is just convenient or not, but uh, of talk of Daichi Kamada, um, who, a Japanese international who was at Frankfurt, um, won the Europa League with Frankfurt when they beat Rangers, Um a very talented player, attacking midfielder, um, who could be a good fit for us. He's twenty six. Um, he's yeah, his numbers are pretty solid from playing in Germany at Frankfurt for the last few seasons. Um, I don't think he would be after massive amounts um, in comparison to Zaha. That is, but. Um, he was very close to signing for AC Milan, and a deal fell through. So um, this is a shit hole. Yeah, moved to Newcastle. <laughs> well, exactly. Tenali's much, probably much just got in his more ear. More beautiful and just said, city. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Tenali said, "Yeah, Kamada lad, come, come, come with me." So he's uh, yeah, the deal fell through. So there's links with us and Spurs. Obviously, Spurs are linked with every player that we're linked with at the minute. So um, yeah, I think this it could this one could actually happen. And um, I, yeah, I, I think I think it would be a good one. It would obviously, I think, if we were to get Kamada, it might be sort of put pays to the Chiesa and Barnes links potentially because um, he would be coming into play in a similar sort of position but um, yeah I don't know watch watch the space on uh, on that one It's funny you mentioned Spurs there and they've obviously just signed Mana Solomon who was on loan at Fulham last season and the, his, his contract wasn't up but because he was a non-Ukrainian player playing for Shakhtar FIFA have basically said, or it might be UEFA have said that he's allowed to go on a free. So that's a ridiculous signing for Spurs for, for zero outlay. So maybe that would open up um, him, him coming to us. To be fair, if, um, Spurs have already fulfilled their need for a, a winger and obviously got the man on a free. Um, another winger which I was looking into who also plays on the left is uh, Jonathan Bamba for Lille. His contract's up hmm. and his stats... I've looked at are pretty impressive to be honest. Uh, 296 appearances, 44 goals, 50 assists. So that's pretty. One every three games, goal yeah. or assist, like not not too shabby. Uh, he's 27. Mm-hmm. 
again, a position that we need. So if we couldn't afford to get Kiesa Bonds in, I think we could probably get him in on a decent contract, decent player, decent fit for the system. Um, yeah, I just think these kind of like deals, there aren't too many going about, as you'll probably find out with the names that we're going to read out going further down the list. Because <laughs> um, I've got a few questionable names written down. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Jonathan Bama is one of them. Um, and I think he would be a solid signing. But again, there's links with so many clubs with him, his contract being up. So I think it's probably, considering I haven't heard his name links, I think it's probably less likely than likely that we'll make a move at this point especially when he's been out of contract for a couple of weeks already. Yeah. Well, we might as well stick with the left wing while we're talking about that position. How many left wingers are going on freeze? It's too many. There's too uh, many, men. I mean, the, obviously this is, I've gone off, uh, I think it's transfer mark about who's, who's still out of contract. So if any of these have picked up a contract since I'm not sure, but this one is Mohamed Elianusi. Obviously, squad from the Gallagher's. <laughs> yeah, obviously we know him. Uh, we've seen him play in the Premier League. Um, he's, for me, he's a decent player, but I'm not sure he's quite like. So the audio listeners, Paige is pulling some faces. <laughs> it might I, be his normal um... face, but I think I think he's pulling faces. <laughs> I'm not sure on the Elianusi show, if I'm being honest. Um, <laughs> I think that I, I'm trying to see whether or not he's like, yeah, he, he's not better than any of the players we currently have in that position. Um, so, yeah, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with Elianusi, um personally. Um, I don't think he did a great deal in the, in the last few seasons at Southampton. In fact, yeah. I think he was loaned out at a Celtic at one Celtic point. Celtic one, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, he's probably a cut like below what we, what we'd be looking for for anyway. He might even be a cut below what we already have, and he's twenty eight as well, so he's not really going to be that age bracket would would want if um, if you need to work on him. So probably a no on Elianishi. I'll get. I'll give you another left winger though, if if you want one. Another one. <laughs> no, another uh, one. Eden Hazard's apparently out of contract. Um, I apparently yeah. we all, he had one year left, and they've terminated his last year and let him go. Is that something you would yeah. consider? Oh, it, it fucking screams Saudi Arabia. Yeah. It, it just screams, screams Saudi. I don't know why, but yeah. I was just um, I just got flashes back to a conversation about who who would be the pie when we talk about Hazard. <laughs> I'm sure Memphis yeah. Depay's contract was actually up as well. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, pie might be Depay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's Hazard's. Definitely. What do you take him? Seem, I, I look. It's down to whether or not his fitness and desire is there. Like his fitness, obviously, was Big a massive. <laughs> it was a massive issue. His fitness at, at Real Madrid. Like he, he clearly like. I don't know what. I don't know what kind of. Cause the thing is, he left Chelsea as being one of the best players in the Premier League at that point. Let's oh, be honest. He was. He was fantastic. 
but I don't know what it was when he got the Real. Like we'll probably find out in a few years when he retires and he he then tells his story about how all that happened. But like he just seemed to just fall off the cliff. Like I don't know if the money or whatever or the pressure of playing for. Like, he just loves tapas food. <laughs> he just loves, I mean, he, he loves clearly did. Oh man, he's living off that stuff like fucking chorizo and everything. Like he, like he just went. He, he ballooned. Like and like you know, he didn't. He didn't. You know what I'm telling that just because the small plates, you can't have ten of them. <laughs> <laughs> he's just having normal sized plates of tapas. <laughs> a big old fucking ball of tree though. Not even that, like a fucking, fucking charcuterie board. Like he was just, <laughs> he was having the lot, man, and the, and I everything don't, I else. Don't blame yeah. him one bit as well. Yeah, exactly. Aye, when you're there, like he's he's playing for the like biggest club or best, you know, whatever you want to call them in Spain, like, and yeah, he's he's he he obviously was getting well paid there and. Yeah, I don't know. Just they just obviously didn't work for him there, and but his career just just went down the shitter. And like, so would you would you take a risk on him or not? I think there's probably a no. The, the, in it. I think one year contract mm. on less than hundred grand a week. No. Yes, give him a go. Fucking what? I just don't Let think he's like, got the desire know. to do it. I really don't. Yeah, I think he's. You go from Real. I don't think he'd want to play like, for Eddie Howe, you. Uh, I don't no, think Eddie would want to either. Want like, Grafton, would he? no, we're talking no, about Eddie... Maxi being a luxury player. Yeah, no, he's too. This guy's like beyond luxury, but he he is look screaming like you say Saudi. Like, if I'm surprised he hasn't already gone there already. Um, yeah. So, Reed, no one Real Madrid flop to one Real Madrid legend. Sergio Ramos, talk to me. <laughs> what is he now? Thirty-seven. <laughs> 37, 38, I think, yeah. He's, I mean, if, if he wanted he's, the test... Um, he's over yeah. the hill. <laughs> he's over the oh, hill, but... Sergio Ramos on that team would be a fucking menace. Yeah, Champions he, League I experience, mean, obviously. Champions League, yeah. legend, yeah. He, he, and, I, I genuinely think he could slot in there and do a job. If Thiago Silva can I'd slot in... i him to Lascelles, so... Yeah, well, yeah, clearly. So, and Lascelles is all current like number one back up so if Thiago Silva can, get him in. can can sign for Chelsea at the age of 35 and still look the prime player in you know mm. that team um or what's um, very a very decent player in that team then so Ramos could do the same for us how, how many minutes did he play last season I don't think he played that many, to be honest. At PSG, was it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't I think, think that's he the issue, isn't it? Featured much. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I thought it's... it was a funny one to throw out there because, yeah, 37 years old. It looks like he's going to Miami. <laughs> so fucking up. Yeah. It looks yeah. like an. An ex La Liga best eleven out there. They're gonna have Messi, Busquets, Ramos, on, boys. On the note of centre backs, sick, though, um, on those right centre backs, right foot centre backs that we're talking about, a couple of names there that jump out on the list. So, one slightly more experienced first, Samuel Umtiti, um, 
obviously last played at Barca, I think. Um, 29. Um, I had, didn't actually know he was out of contract. Yeah, he's he's um, he's on the list. Um, he's Ooh. obviously a mm. very talented centre-half. And some um today, um, so yeah, he's 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 one who's from back in the day before he went to Barca was very highly thought of, um, and yeah, he was in the French national side at one point, I'm sure he was. Yeah, yeah, he he just I, again like I'm not quite sure what the reason was for why he, he fell out of favour, but um, he's. Yeah, he's got plenty, obviously, of that Champions League experience again, um, and yeah, like I'm not sure. And a definite upgrade on the cells, so <laughs> exactly, even one year younger. So um, yeah, for me, he st- he could be a standout. I'm not sure if there's been any links with him going to any other teams. Um, it looks like point. he was loaned out last season, though. Le- um, Lecce. Oh right, yeah. So he was in Italy. Um, I mean, a mid-table team in Italy for that matter. Um, so, yeah. So I've got two more centre backs on my list. Um, the first one I'd say is an upgrade on Lascelles, Yerimina. Okay. Thoughts? Um, so he's leaving Everton at the end of the season. How old is he? Um, he's twenty-eight. Prime, hey, get the prime shots yeah. back in. He's a prime. Uh, well, prime was after he played us in the um, was it World Cup 2018 when yes. he scored ahead of Ian Swift? Yes, he, yeah, would have been, he, he looked again another ex Barca guy. Yeah, yeah, prime way he got his move after that tournament and he looked a hell of a player and he just quite hasn't quite lived up to it. And I don't know whether that's a him problem or Everton problem or what, mm. but. Like yeah, twenty eight years old. There's clearly a solid player in there. Yeah, and for free. From speaking to Everton fans, I know family members. Um, they 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 rated him in some respects. Um, but I think as well, like the there was a lot of inconsistencies with him. But the the problem was though that Everton at that point have had like stacks of centre halves and I just don't think they ever really mm. truly worked out who the best partnerships were for the for those positions. So there was just a lot of like rotation amongst those players and I think Yeri Mina for that matter was sort of a victim to that. Um sort of um just never sort of properly settled in into into a sort of back four um but he's obviously a physical guy um he scored a couple of goals as well um from set pieces mm-hmm. so he's 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 which he's, we have really yeah. struggled with this season yeah so that that could be an option and again yeah going back to looking at for people with the experience of playing in the champions league he's he, it has featured for them, uh, for Barca, that is uh, in that competition. Everton in the Champions League. <laughs> Everton in the Champions League. Oh, what are you on about? Um, yeah. Um, so, so potentially, that could be a 
a sneaky move. Um, well, um, I just googled yeah. on there the the like two things on the first page. I was like, he's had a bust up with Everton fans and a bust up with Columbia fans. So I don't know if maybe he's a fiery one. <laughs> so did Anthony Gordon though? So yeah, I'm beside him. I'm sure, yeah, that was was it. Was I, I remember the let him the off bust from up. the bust up with Everton fans because obviously, the, you know, yeah, oh, the Everton but, fans were fucking all over the place. I, I, like, I, they were, I they were, the they were fans. chasing after the players. Yeah, the same, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, nah. and other player centre half I was going to mention is Axel Twenzebi, who's been dotted around for quite a while now obviously he's been on the Man United books since he was a young and he's spent some time at Villa he spent some time at Napoli and he was at Stoke last season for I think it was the second half of last season and yeah it... I wouldn't say he impressed but as a free as a homegrown player as a squad player just as some again for some depth because we've got no depth at all Mm. Like I wouldn't mind having having him in the squad as like a, like a fourth or fifth centre back. Like we don't need to pay him a lot of money. We don't need to pay a transfer fee. I'd probably rather put him in in like a big game than one of the like eighteen year olds that we've got. Like yes, it's not. Yeah. Is it an exciting signing? No, not at all. Of course, it's not. Is he a good quality player that we want to start games? No. But just that little bit of depth, I don't think it would be terrible. Do you think uh, Eddie Howe looks at dumb it? There's depth for centre-back. Hope not, but probably. <laughs> but the thing is, he's like, I would, I'd only be putting Dummett behind um, Botman and Byrne for the left-sided yeah. centre-half position. I would. You can't play Botman a... right-sided, though, if, if we're injury-stricken. He's not, I mean, he's not bad can... with his right foot. Yeah, no, he can, but I'd, I'd prefer not to, so... Um... Yeah. Imagine how slow our left side would be if we'd burn and dumb it. <laughs> if we had to put that <laughs> in. Either of them playing centre half. But the thing <laughs> is, it kind of, like, wait, like, what's the point in keeping dumb it? If he's Other not even just third choice, le- like, left sided centre lock. I don't think there is much point, but. Not a uh, he was an odd. He was a, <laughs> no, to be honest. He, his. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I'm going to be honest. Uh, he, keeping him on was, like, I don't know a surprise for to me like along with well yeah he got he got signed on with Carius for this for an extra year but mm-hmm. like I'd I seen the the logic with Carius one but not necessarily with the dummy one um so anyway yeah um but no I I agree I think we do otherwise at the minute the only other option that we have if we had an injury crisis and if we're not planning on selling them. Would be throwing Isaac Hayden in as a like auxiliary centre half, um, and God, no, no one wants to. As well. We craft right can, centre. Yeah, we can, but like we want to be posting for European football. I'd... Have you heard the kind of names we're throwing about playing centre half? <laughs> yeah, fucking embarrassing. I'd but, rather craft in, Isaac like... Hayden. <laughs> well, no, see, well, yeah. This this is it's us all not the best, and no, it's not, and this is all us like praying. To the football gods that Fabian shared just consistently plays every single game, which is unlikely, unrealistic. Yeah. But right now, you cannot have, you know, going into the season, share just being the only one that we have faith in, like being consistent, being a consistently good right-sided. I think, I think that's the thing, though, is we need to upgrade that second 
um, right-sided centre-back. Like, I'm fine if Lascelles is still here and he's third choice. But when when we're talking about depth, it's really that, like, second. Either we need to upgrade the first and then, like, Cher's second, or we need someone mm-hmm. to come in and be understudy to Cher. Um, and I'm just not sure any of these fit that, to be honest. Um, not massively, no. No, no. Again, it's just the money constraints, which is yeah. On a, why we're talking about these free agents, I think. Yeah, on a on a short term to get with through the next sort of season, mm-hmm. maybe two. Um, have you got any any other defenders on your list? Um, one player who has played defense. Um, he's very much a utility player, and I wouldn't actually mind if we signed him. He's spent some time on loan. At um, I want to say Southampton, um, Ainsley Maitland Niles. Oh yeah. So he's only twenty five. He's been released from Arsenal. Yeah. Um, and you can play. I can try and play fullbacks, centre mid, um, as like a number six, eight. I'm sure you can play a number of positions. If he was on Football Manager, he'd have green dots all over the pitch. He um, would die. <laughs> um, but yeah, like. Coming through Arsenal Academy, obviously played like a lot of times for um, youth England squads. Um, I think he's got a lot more, more to give. And at 25, he's not over the hill by any stretch. Eddie, hard-working manager, hard-working player, um, I think could probably get a decent performance out of him. Another English player, so just, there's another one for the European quarter. Or the league quarter, even so, I think I think he's a solid player, and I'd I'd happily sign him. I'd really happily sign him. Yeah, I've use. No, I, I think I think he's. If we're looking at again, there's another ex Southampton slash Arsenal player who's on the free transfer list mm-hmm. who's a bit of a versatile player in Oxlade Chamberlain. If we're looking at those, the battle of the two double barrel surnames, Maitland Niles. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Beats, beats out Oxley Chamberlain for he's consistently fit, obviously for one, which is important. Which Oxley Chamberlain's really struggled with injuries, but yeah, I think having the ability to play in those defensive positions as well means that we could then realistically let go of one of our um, fullbacks if we were to yeah. bring Maitland Niles in. I really like um, that shout, actually. And that then kind of opens up another sort of slot in the team then to 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 look into. So um, yeah, should be I good think pals like with Willick. Let, like Jamal Lewis go or someone. Like that would be ideal to bring him bring him in exactly yeah. in the same wage that Lewis is getting. Yeah, or yeah, even yeah, or yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, but you know that you can have them on the bench, and then so, uh, but if an injury happens to a midfielder or a fullback, then. You can rejig mm-hmm. things and and slot them in. Um, so yeah, I know he's some of his loans to club some of the clubs like West Brom and Southampton. They they've not mm-hmm. always worked out quite so well. Um, but I think Arsenal fans, for the best part, you know, thought he was a good player for when he did have to step in for them. Um, never going to be a long term Arsenal player, I don't think, but. He was, um, yeah, he was well, good. Enough. When he... I think we would do a lot worse, like, oh, yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm on board with you on that one. Um, 
and he can improve under Eddie so that, yeah I think that's yeah, a great show exactly. um, if we go at the other end of the scale though someone who's got no room to improve apparently <laughs> Alexis Sanchez is that a contra? <laughs> oh, you know what? I originally wrote him down then I was like no fuck, I'm not even going to buy that like <laughs> nah, okay. I, I also overlooked Sanchez, but um, yeah, again, mainly because I've seen the Saudi, the Saudi dollars in his uh, in his eyes. Um, but yeah, no, what, I don't what, think so he... How old is he? Like thirty-four, Oh, fucking hell. Spring chicken, <laughs> spring chicken in the Saudi league. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who yeah. uh, is a spring chicken in that case is Lucas Moura. 30 years old. He's, he's not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, doesn't mean I wouldn't take him. Uh, <laughs> I'd, t- I'd probably uh, take him. Lucas Moore. I just think... It, it's one of those players where you think like he's just going to go to a, a club where he's going to play a bit more. Like He's not a guaranteed starter yeah. here. We, we probably don't want to pay him that much money. Um, he hasn't no. got many minutes or... The last couple of seasons for Spurs, yeah. So that's I thing. don't think he'll want his last decent contract to be just a bit pop player. However, if we can get him on a decent contract and as a backup, he's class. I, I really rate him. But yeah, cause he comes off the right side, doesn't he? Move. So he's a, a left footer. Mm. So that uh, we've talked about having the bit of like with with Miggy, somebody who can come in who's a, a like for like um, for Miggy and Mora can obviously do that so yeah that is an area which could he could fill quite nicely um i was going to mention another name in uh isco um so cisco. i think he's no that's cisco uh isco um, um yeah we're not doing the the fong song um yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's uh, it's you, you can not you even can... a busy a bit of dizzy rascal. <laughs> I'll take you there. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Oh, I think we've been going too long uh, on this. Like, we have. I. Um, it's good. Can, all play, night, lads. can play all across them, like but the attacking three. Um, yeah, uh, obviously Real. He's. Played loads of minutes there, won Champions Leagues so plenty. Um, 31, so again, somebody of the like, so we can, I don't know, back don't end. want to say over the back end, but like he can Wait. maybe if we got him on a couple of year deal, like he, he could he could be somebody who just eases us into like the Champions League era from using his experience of having gone all the way and winning it. So, um, yeah. That Did you have seen uh... Casemiro come in at thirty years old to Man U from Real, and he's absolutely class. Yeah, he's only thirty-one. Like it's not like he's like past it. Was he at Sevilla like, last season? He had a quality player in his day. The yeah, one, uh, Sevi- Europa yeah, no, he did. That. Yeah, yeah, he won the Europa. The reason why I think Sevilla have had to—they're in a massive like financial issue right now. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Isco's probably one which they just weren't able to keep. Um, and uh, amongst plenty of us, so yeah, that's probably why he's become available. Um, yeah, I haven't heard many rumours about a potential destination for him. Um, no, and I haven't heard 
I know we've mentioned Saudi loads in this, but like I, I think he's <laughs> probably a player that isn't likely to go to Saudi. Um, if anything, he he would probably find another team in Europe before that. So um, yeah, um, I, I I think he could he could be a good fit um, for for us um, and just yeah any of those sort of attacking front three positions um, would he would work well moving on from Saudi and Slippy J we'll move on to Slippy T uh, Dimitri Duck Traore <laughs> oh yeah old Slippy Arms himself he's on my list Slippy like he's one of these players who obviously he's been compared to Maxi in the past, where he's a really good dribbler and his end product's not great. However, I think Traore is more. I would probably compare more to Orbitan. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, wow. That's that's not a slight. <laughs> What's with that reference, lad? Orbitan wasn't a bad player. He, he could get past his man, and then he just didn't know what to do with it. He just couldn't cross a ball, and he like he couldn't he had a work brain freeze every time. Yeah. Like he didn't. He honestly I just feel like didn't. Trio is the same. Play, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Trio is the same. He's got zero end product at all. <laughs> exactly. But like, you're not selling him. He'll happily run straight on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not selling him because he's gone for free. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. I, I don't know. No, I just I, I saw the name and obviously like he's been like linked with like going to Barca again and stuff like that, and a few years ago he was. Like yeah. to be like a really good player. You got you got in the Spain squad. He is a good player, like. Yeah, he's a good sprinter. <laughs> yeah, very physical. Yeah, physical. Like in the he's way a he plays. Good unit. Yeah, that's just. I bet again he plays off the right, which is another area that we're that we're looking into. But he's a completely different player than Miggy. Like, imagine if we yeah. were like to be like right, Miggy uh-huh. coming off. Traore on like it's like just too chalk and cheese. It'd, so it'd be good though yeah. for the against their left back. Be like you get used to Miggy and then Traore comes on. Completely well, makes Traore it up. Just runs like, a truck over you. Yeah. He's right footed as well, right? Isn't he? Yeah, he is. So yeah. it's like it's like when we bring Murphy on, except he's got a load of strength. <laughs> I'd probably prefer Murphy at this stage. You know, like. Than Traore, yeah. like, oh, wait, I think I'd be... he's got a lot more quality on the ball. Can we get that? Clip? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a bit pissed off if we're at the end of the pod. No one's listening anymore. Doesn't matter. <laughs> right, wait, no, 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 no. Bring it to the front. No yeah. one's left. Yeah, get it on the highlights. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'd be pissed off if we let Maxi go and sign Traore though. Yeah, I'll yeah. be a big dumb. Although like, I suppose, yeah. like, if you're selling Maxi for decent money and you're getting Traore for free, then. Free, right? nah, that's like... why a few of these players are worth talking about because it's just the wages you pay and maybe a signing bonus to the player yeah. but yeah it's interesting when you look at again we're using transfer mark as a um, a sort of way which we're pulling these names out but like they also give a market value to um, yeah. to these players and the, the top of that list is Kamada at like twenty seven million is what he's value at. That's obviously quite a big, you know, coup if you get him on a transfer and he retains the value uh, throughout. But then you look, you you, you suddenly drop 
quite considerably down that list um, when you look at the likes of Triori and, and some of the others mentioned like their values at like 10 the 10 million euro mark so yeah there's um, there's a steep drop in quality in terms of what transfer market are rating these players at but I think this That's the thing a lot of the best players yeah. have signed for clubs already yeah so they've already gone like two weeks in yeah like like Miles Screen on a few other players like that whose contracts were up. They've been obviously Villa's got Telemans and stuff like that. A lot of the better players have already agreed deals. I guess another so, another question with this is like if if we were at the like very close of the window and the squad was still the same as it is now, like a lot of the defensive options we've talked about, like then I'd be taking them. Yeah. Um. Someone like Trior, probably not. Elliot, Elliot Nusi, probably not. Um, <laughs> Definitely not. But Lucas, <laughs> I can't believe you started out on him. I know. <laughs> Just because he's higher up the list doesn't mean that he's any good. Like Tom Davies is up there, but oh, none man. of us have mentioned him because he's absolutely <laughs> wank. <laughs> Just rather cook the comedian. <laughs> oh, definitely. I'd love to see him in a two shirt. Um. Like, but someone like Lucas Moura, for example, like, I'd definitely take him if it was like last last day of the transfer window and we we still needed cover. Um, and he's Brazilian. Like, there's a lot of these that do have do have good qualities. You'll fill the Brazilian quarter up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> gotta gotta keep mind is, of that. Is there yeah. any? Is there any more on your guys' list? Because I'm I'm out. I've got one more name. I've got one more name as well. Um, Musa Dembele. Oh yeah, yeah. He was on my list actually. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, he's three hundred fifty-three appearances, one hundred fifty-two goals, pretty decent. Still only twenty. Granted, a lot of them would have been against like Livingston and shit when he played for Celtic. So he's definitely stat padded when he was in <laughs> the Scottish Premier League. But yeah, he's twenty-seven striker. Quite with quality. How, how much have we mentioned getting a striker in? Yeah. Like, I think it would be perfect. Yeah. Get get him in. He can come in for Wilson if we want to keep you out on the pitch. Like he can come straight in. He's a bags man. He's, he knows where the net is, and for free, I I can't see really any downsides to this one. Yeah, no, I agree. He's uh, he was on my list as well. Um, he's he's just yeah. He seems he seems perfect um, in that. It, and whether or not he's willing to be third fiddle is like the other question um i think he's probably yeah. leaning towards signing for a club that he becomes the the main man for like and at 27 he's gonna want a five-year deal and big biggish uh, money i would imagine um the only issue he had like quite a big drop off last season um in his final season at leon um having scored like double figures in the previous seasons that he only scored three last season in uh over 20 odd appearances so that's um maybe a little alarming drop in form but mm. um yeah my only other suggestion was his um rival in the uh when he was playing in the scottish prem no no don't why he's bigger than bloody Eden Hazard this guy <laughs> yeah, I know he, he. I know he's an absolute like unit, 
but got another pie on it. <laughs> we've got we've got a we've got a Colombian pie. Um, I I don't know. There's something Empanada. about empanada. Um, there's something about. I've Alfred... got to tell people who you're actually talking about here. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting it. Um, Alfredo Morelos. <laughs> Building up. Um, I, 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 he likes a deep fried Mars bar. <laughs> he, he may do, and you know he's he's not too far away from getting one of them if he if he signs for us. Um. If he if he so wishes, but <laughs> no, I don't know something about him. There's something about him, and I don't know why. But I always I've mentioned him. I think in previous podcasts that there's something about him that just I don't know. He's he's he he plays on the edge. Like I get that he's obviously got some disciplinary issues. <laughs> oh my so God. many reds. I get it. <laughs> but as just I don't know. He was brilliant for um, Rangers in their European campaign, where they went all the way to the final. Like, um, so for me, again, he comes in with playing at that European level as well and playing quite well at it. But I get the fitness issues and the disciplinary issues are, are obviously major red flags, so I can understand why. But there's something about him, like just makes me think he could work but if you were to say Dembele or Morelos I, I would be saying Dembele over, over him but um, yeah he's yeah. at 27 they're both the same age so like both of them are going to be looking for that like big final kind of con- contract um, I actually yeah. don't know if um, Dembele would necessarily be third choice you know if he came in he Potentially, especially if you sold it to him that Wilson's going to be retiring or moving on after the next season. I think there's a good chance we could actually get him. Because you think Isaac as well like could be playing on the left wing sometimes. Um, yeah. Interesting to see if we could get that one done. But there's rumours he's, go- he's going to join Gerard as well. That's what, Megan. Morelos is or Dembele? <laughs> I mean, it's just... Dembele, yeah, I'm... Totally just disregarding him, mate. No, I'd I, I understand the Morelos ones more since he was uh, Gerard was his manager at Rangers, but the Dembele one. I... Maybe Morelos thought they were called Al Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Love it. I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> you peaked there. Well, no limit to these jokes. On that note, then, we'll wrap it up, shall we? <laughs> uh, no, like I said, obviously there's some, there is some options there, and I think it'll be really interesting to see if we do end up going into this sort of market, which I don't believe we have for a while now. I can't remember the last time we got a player on a free. Hmm. Good point. Um, on a Bosman, as they used to call it. Uh, was yeah. it? Who was and it? It probably will be later on in the transfer window if it if it happens. I'd imagine so. We'll have to keep our eyes peeled, but make sure. You heard it here first. If any of these players come to the tune, unless it's Ellie and Ushi, and then you didn't hear it here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. Obviously, we'll be back next week. And if you enjoyed it, make sure you leave us a rating, like the video, subscribe to the channel.